Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to uh, the Arsenal podcast, Footballistically Arsenal. I'm Boyd Hill and I'm back after another week of lazy avoiding hosting this podcast. Sorry, apologies. But Josh, of course, did a glittering job. That's very kind of you, Boyd. We've been missing you. You've been in and out the side at the moment. I know, I know. I'll be, we'll be both be in next week. We're doing it earlier next week, aren't we? Because of Tuesday, so it'll be Tuesday. You know, initial 24 hours yeah. after the trip to Old Trafford. Shock, shock reaction to our defeat, inevitable defeat at Old Trafford. Oh, you're so negative already. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got the, the joy of having Sammy Mockbill back from Her Majesty's Daily Mail. It, where it can only be described as a very, uh, very fashionable cap. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Daily Mail, um, we're pushing a boat out. <laughs> you push the fashion, in the fashion state. Fashion wise, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And we have Jim Harriet. Hi, Jim. Hello. East Lower is, your, is how you're known it, on well, the it, internet. It, well, it is, yeah, On Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you blog. I do. You're one of many. There's a whole gaggle of Arsenal bloggers, aren't there? There are. Where, how do you regard yourself in the whole, in the kind of, um, there's like, you know, there's Le Grove we have on here time to time. There's. Ask, you know, this kind of, where do you put your with Grove gets a lot of shit on Twitter mm-hmm. he writes controversial things kind of quite anti-Wenger where, where do you stand generally? Well I try to be measured That's ah. the, I, I try to um, not kind of blurt out the kind of stuff that I blurt out straight after the, a bad mm. result and I sort of sit on it a bit um, and I try to be measured and take a slightly broader picture uh, yeah that's, that's measured it. is good uh, so we'll have a measured, we'll have measured discussion of big Arsenal topics, um, including uh, last night's triumph at QPR, winning 2-1, our triumph at home uh, on Sunday. Was it Sunday or Saturday? Yep, Sunday. 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 Uh, when we won 2-0 against Everton. Uh, other topics, Olivier Giroud, where we're going to finish in the top four. Ozil, um, Theo, it's not on the list, but Theo, we've got to talk about Theo not getting the team, haven't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Um, but first of all, before all that, we've got competition, we've got an exciting competition, John. Yes. We've got there are these Arsenal dolls. They can only be described as oh. dolls. Um, there's one in the, we've got one in this studio right now of Özil, Mesut Özil, the great man, think, and it's quite big. Like imagine, oh, you're going to get Sammy to describe it. Yes, it's, yeah, it's a resplendent um, yeah. replica of, of, of the man himself. Yeah. It's um, him smiling. Have we seen him? Have we, do we see? Do we see um, Mesut Özil smile too much on the pitch? 
Um, interesting, maybe. Well, that's quite. I mean, he's really isn't it? smiling. He's quite really smiling. smiling on yeah, this. he's also looking quite buffed up in this version of him. But he has is, actually been on the. Which has, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's quite accurate. So it accurate. It's official. Yeah. It's got the Arsenal shield all over it. Yes. And but it's the size of it. I was expecting when you talk about Arsenal doll. It's kind of like bigger than a kind of Barbie, isn't it? It's like quite a hefty yeah. thing. It's quite you know. It's not like it's a about, tiny little thing. I think for it's kids. About a foot, I reckon. Uh, there you go. It's a foot tall. Can you imagine a foot tall kind of plastic doll? Look-alike of Mesut Ozil, and we've got so we've got that one which we're keeping. We're going to fight over that one. You've missed the key detail. Have I? What's the key detail? The The key detail is that there is a manufacturing error. Oh yeah, okay. And he has the number sixteen. Yeah. On his shorts. That's a shame. So it's even rarer. Yeah. Are the shorts like attached to him? You can't take the shorts off. I'm not sure you want to sure. head in that direction no. of conversation. I, do. <laughs> I don't think you can. I think they are very much attached. Oh, that's a shame. Well, anyway, we've got, we've got an Olivier Giroud to give away. Mm. We've got an Aaron Ramsey. We've got a Jack Wilshire, which Jack Wilshire, the face is quite funny, I have to say. Uh, we've got a Mez Ozil as well. Hopefully with, well, actually the picture of this Mez Ozil has got the right number of shorts. So that's interesting. Mm. Hopefully that will be the right number of shorts. And Santi Cazorla, one of our most improved players of the season, of course. Fantastic. Santi Cazorla would actually be a life-size... Well, uh, exactly. Good point. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at it, it's quite a squat figure <laughs> on the, um, the Santi Cazorla doll. How do we win one of these? Well, boys? what we're going to do is we're going to have a competition. Okay. And um, uh, I've lost a piece of paper with it on. Oh, no, here it is. Uh, and we're going to set a question, Okay. basically. So we've got five of these to give away, um, courtesy of Boobuzz, apparently. Um, and if you tweet us at Arsenal Podcast, which is our Twitter handle, literally at Arsenal Podcast, answering this admittedly ludicrous question, Tottenham play like a bunch of dolls because... So it's, like, it's not a factual question. It's you have to fill in an amusing, um, like mm. blankety-blank style, uh, fill in the blank. And the five funniest answers voted for by us will win a doll. But if you don't win... Don't you worry, because you can still get one of these dolls. You can buy one with a special discount code, giving you £10 off the dolls which, at Amazon, which normally retail at 30 quid. If you go to this internet address, so if you type in bitbit.ly slash arsebuzz, you'll get the link. Fantastic. Yeah, sorry, this is all taking very long. And one more thing about these bloody dolls. We'll get £10 off each doll using the promo code BFS7DBDO at the checkout. God, I'm exhausted already. We haven't even started. Yeah. That's we'll put, we'll longest... put maybe, maybe let's put this on our Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, let's put it on Twitter. But actually, it's worth we'll a picture. we're going to put a photo. We'll put a photo Because I have to okay. say, if I saw that Mesut Ozil doll in, in the shop, I would be actually tempted to buy it, genuinely. Well, I'm not just you, saying that. Where would you that. put it in the house? I'd put it proudly. Put it in that line next to my TV or something. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Next to my normal 70-inch TV. Jim, would you TV. put one in that up in the house? Oh, definitely, because he's got Aaron Ramsey shorts on. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a very rare, very rare piece. <laughs> I wonder if you can buy it deliberately with the error from other places. I don't know. Do you think the error is going to make it really worth a lot of money in years to come? No. No. Anyway. More importantly, Josh, I can see you're looking, you're looking askance at the whole doll thing. But I think it's good. Anyway. Um, uh, QPR last night. How much of it? Did anyone go? No, no, we're all, we're no, all we weren't there. We, you know, but I mean, I must say, credit to the Arsenal fans. Right, it was it was forty five credits to get hold of a ticket last night, which is a ludic- ludicrously high number. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, and it's getting it's getting harder and harder for people to get hold of these away tickets. But in truth, I, I had something on that I couldn't make it, but I did watch on a stream. Yeah. But it was a first half I had to make do with being, which was you know watching in you know with Arabic commentary, which was somewhat yeah. more difficult. It's against your religion. Yeah. No, nothing against okay. my religion. And the second half I found a, a decent English stream, which. 
Manchester and the second half was that much better. I don't, you also had a stream. It's one of those frustrating nights where like... The streaming got, is just miserable, got, you know, it? You're te- you know, I was on WhatsApp with one of my mates in America and he's watching on a perfect stream. It's one of those, like he's watching yeah. on TV. It's one of those terribly annoying yeah. nights where it's like you'd rather be in America oh, yeah. to watch. I watched Sky's, um, Sky's coverage on, you know, soccer, not Soccer Sunday, whatever the equivalent is on a Match, midweek. What do they call can... it on, on a midweek? On, on Sky, Sky Sports uh, HQ, News HQ, with Thingy Bob, you know. The great uh, host. What's his name? You know, he does Jeff some. Stelling. Jeff Stelling, thank you. I'm, I'm very tired. Match choice. Match choice. Is it match choice? Anyway, Jeff Stelling was hosting because um, yes. there were like seven live games. Yes. And he was wearing even more incredible makeup than usual. Can I just make that interesting really? point? Absolutely caked in HD mm-hmm. makeup. Yeah. On, on the, and he was very, very funny film, though, last night. So I was monitoring it all on that. And yeah. then they had an hour, about an hour of it on their match choice thing when you press the red button. Okay. But then it kind of gave up halfway through. Anyway, but I saw quite a lot of it. How much of it did you see? Jim, uh, I watched about half of it on on the stream, which yeah. was a very unsatisfactory experience. It was about forty five seconds behind my Twitter, um, and, and then yeah. I was also listening to Arsenal Radio, where I think at half time they said something like, "Well, not a classic." <laughs> yeah, so the first half seemed pretty bad, Sammy. That's the kind of the feeling from I what got. I've, yeah, I was yeah. I was actually on the other side of uh, North London yesterday. Oh yeah, you were working Spurs. at bloody I was Spurs. At, I was yeah. at Spurs, but from what from what I, I, I having made a, you know read some reports yeah. this morning, I don't think. Arsenal were particularly great in the um, in, in in the you know in the first half, but yeah. at, at this point of the season, I don't think the performances really count. It's it's, yeah. it's picking up it's picking up the results, and you know they 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 picked up another one. Is it four on the spin now yeah. in, in the Premier League? And that was the first time we got back to back league away wins in thirteen months. Oh, God, is that which true? actually yeah, it was amazing. That's incredible. About, I think it's, you know I don't know if that is the longest drought we've gone under Wenger. I assume it is. You know, it just seems... Back-to-back league wins. Le- like, back-to-back league away wins. Away wins, I'm sorry. You know, that, but yeah. even that, you know, you think for a team that's come, come consistently yeah, that's in the insane. top four yeah. Yeah. over the years, it seems like a, a long time. But what I did think about the second half was we, we did have that 20-minute period where I thought we were really good. Yeah. And we could have upped it. And yeah. Ozil also hit the post. I think we could have had a penalty when Ozil got pulled back as well. So actually, I think 2-1 in a way did flatter QPR. As much as we seem to have this ten- tendency away from home at the moment, like we did at Crystal Palace, of just letting them have their moment right at the end of a game. Yeah. We have to have a tense last 10 And we minutes. were better. We were better than we were at Palace, to be fair, I thought, last night. Because we had you know, yeah. a really good dominant period. Yeah. And we upped our game. And actually, last night, when it went to 2-1 in that final 10 minutes, I wasn't as nervous as I've sort of been in other recent games. Because it wasn't like they were having shot after shot, you know. Had a few decent attempts, but ultimately a good performance. I think there were a few a few worrying things. They Solid, were g- yeah. Gabriel going off, yes. You know, not Paul. That's unfortunate. Not upset him still, and it's Gabriel. Gabriel, definitely Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, going off after th- yeah. the hamstring. Said, it just seems like because it seemed like he might stay in the team for a bit. Of course, yeah, yeah. You know, he took out Koscielny last night, but obviously he had to bring him back in. But it kind of was. He's clearly trying to play him. Yeah. So that was. A real, and Wenger said he's going to be out. So hamstring is going to be out for twenty one days. That means like twenty one months, doesn't it? Really. Yeah, could we'll never see him again. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow oh, okay. when he um, Wenger's press conference. But, but he did that brilliant tackle, didn't he? On um, was Everton. It against, against Everton, yeah, Lukaku, um, was it? Yeah, yeah, which was fantastic. Yeah, he made a jittery start though. Didn't yeah, he? Yeah, one, he had game. a dodgy yeah. moment right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, where he was kind of not concentrating. <laughs> but yeah. that's you know, but that I think that tackle was so good that it kind of immediately yeah kind of won us over. And, and the other thing that was probably very good about us, not only I thought you know. Like Gabriel again looked solid for half an hour. Was you know it's the first time Sanchez has scored on the pitch yeah. this season when he's yeah. been on the same time as Ozil, yeah. and that you know a lot of people are starting to make quite a big thing out of that. And also and Sanchez has been on a bit of a gold drought, well, indeed. You know, by his well, he's been a bit crap is the word I'm going to use. Gosh, what do you think of that word? I mean, I just think I mean, not through no fault his own. I think he's been overplayed and he's become a bit knackered in recent weeks. Oh, I mean, I think you know, crap is a relative term. I yes, mean, for him, he's still working twice as hard as all the other t- yeah. players. He does. Granted, look bit, he looks a bit weary. Um, and or has looked a bit weary, but he's, he seems to be one of those players that you know you, it's kind of like 
he's like a weeble. You can't even knock him. He can't. He, just yeah. won't, he won't fall down yet. He won't stop. And so, um, you know, may, maybe uh, Wenger keeps on think, uh, threatening to, to, um, to give him a break and then he just bounces back and says, no, I'm all right. So he does have incredible energy levels, but it was a much needed goal. Yeah, because he wasn't great in the first half, from what I could tell. Um, you know, again, it's all by the early, the high standards of early in the season when he was like dazzling us every, literally mm. every single game. Um, and again, I'm not absolutely through no fault of his own, but I do think he must be knackered, and he seemed knackered in the first half, and then kind of came good for me in the second half. I think you're right. But I think you're right, Boyd. I think he, Arsene Wenger's overplayed him, but I think he's he's had to because he, he's he's ah well has he? This is a good question. He's carried well. We during the first part, in my opinion, I think yeah. during the first part of the season, I think oh the first part of the season totally. I think Alexis Sanchez has carried carried Arsenal. Sure, won won the club so won the, you know won the team so many points, and he's had to play him. Um, I, I think Arsenal now having their players back, yeah, um, a lot of players back. He is not that need to maybe to to, to put him on the pitch sort of every for, for every game. But well, this is my point. I was surprised that he started him last night and Cazorla. Yeah. And Ozil, and, and no place for Theo. Let's address the Theo issue now, if we can. I mean, so now it's interesting. For, like so for me, people kind of suddenly people say things, particularly on Twitter and social media, about players, and it almost becomes oh, suddenly this is the thing we all agree about. So the thing from the people are saying about Theo now is that he doesn't, he's never tracked back enough, and he leaves us exposed at the back. And I, I'm sorry, but as far as I'm concerned, when he it's high for us when he, you know, kind of a causes absolute mayhem against the opposition and increase, increases the pace of our attack almost single-handedly sometimes and also I don't remember being any less defensively sound than most of our attacking players I think if you, if you look at, yeah you're right if you, if you look at um, Theo Wilcott's numbers and, his, and his, um, the, 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 the amount that he runs during the games you'd be, you'd be surprised he, he puts the leg yeah, work I in he, he puts certainly puts the leg in, work yeah. in so I, I don't think that's, that's accurate I th- what is accurate is that he's got a a massive fight on his hands to, to, to get back in the yeah. side. The, the, the array of talent that that Wenger's assembled there, in an attacking sense. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I think it's probably the best in the in the Premier League, in, in, in my mm. opinion. Maybe barring that, that, if they another one more out and out world class centre forward, I, I, I think yeah. it, it rivals the, the forward line rivals anyone's in in European football. But, aren't you, but Jim, aren't you surprised that he's not... In, in the programme against uh, the Everton game, he wrote something, he said something like, oh, we're going to have to rotate this week because we've got, two, we've got a midweek game. And he didn't really rotate that much at all, did he? No, he doesn't seem to want to. He seems to, you know, uh, stick, with, stick with what he's got. And as for, I mean, with Theo, I think maybe we're under, underestimating how, how, how bad that injury he had was. I mean, he was out for a year and it yeah. was one of the sort of an, what, anterior cruciates. Yeah. Really, really bad injury. You know, the, the day he got injured against Spurs, he was on fire. And we just haven't seen that since he got back. And, and maybe we're just kind of judging him a little bit too soon on that one. But he's had four starts, hasn't he, since he came back, I counted. Um, and, you know, a couple of substitutions. It's not... I, I just feel he must be fit enough because he's on the bench... He's barely be, even been cu- kind of coming off on the bench. It seems weird to me that he just hasn't... Like, for me, like, I, like, I wouldn't necessarily expect him to start against Man U on Monday because that is a big, tough game, you know, mm. of the toughest we'll face, no matter how shit Man U are at the moment. But last night's game, I just thought that would have been the kind of game where why wouldn't you rest yeah. one of those front-line players and bring in Theo? I think but, it means Theo will play against Man United. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I think... I think isn't you know, isn't, isn't that in itself quite weird? So he's had hardly any game time. Hardly any game time retweets, and he's going to come back for a huge game, one of our one of you know one of our realistic chances of getting a trophy this season against the team that we inevitably fail to win against. It's, it sounds like a weird way of doing it to me. Anyway, 
Could you, I, do you approve or do you disapprove? Um, I don't know. I, pre- I would have liked. To, I'm, I th- I'm surprised by how little game time he's got since he's come back. Because at first you can kind of go, okay, slowly bring him back. He doesn't yeah. want to make the errors of what's gone on in the past. And but then it's become quite apparent that's that's not what's going on. You know, because he he came back. I think it was a Newcastle game in December. Yeah. And I, you know, he must have started no more than what, one or two games since then, if that. And it, you know, not even for this calendar year, exactly. you know, not even you know, always coming off the bench. And he's you know, last night even towards the end it was Welbeck who got the yeah. you know. Yeah. You think you'd want to you know give Will Walcott the game time? I just feel he's gonna he's gonna save Walcott for Man United. I don't yeah, know why. Okay. I just I've That's got this feeling he's going. gonna get, want to get that defence and okay. make it as pacey as possible. Maybe. I might be wrong. Maybe he's got plans. You know, Danny Welbeck going back to Old Trafford. Maybe he thinks he want to give him a game. I think he's going to do something different for Old Trafford. I don't think it will just be. It has felt at times this season. It's kind of just like fast forward and press play again with the same kind of lineup that you've done in the similar game, and it hasn't really worked. Yeah. I just feel there might. There's got to be a few personnel changes on Monday. I think he. I think. Have, despite having won the tournament last season, I, I still think that Arsene Wenger has this sort of laissez-faire attitude towards towards, the, towards yeah. the FA Cup. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll see Chesney if he recovers from his from his illness. Yeah. I think we'll see him play at, um, at Old Trafford. I think it's a good shout to say that. Um, Do you think he might make like ho- quite wholesale changes? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would, he'll have to. He'll have to field a side that's. Strong enough to win, yeah. otherwise, yeah. It, I think that the fans would would, would stand. Oh yeah, no, I'm not if, sa- if he made wholesale changes, you know, absolute yeah. wholesale changes. But um, I, I expect there to be some some shots. Mm. Maybe take out Sanchez or Rosso out the firing line for for, mm. for, for the game. I'm not so sure, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I, I think you, you've seen what happens when, when we take it lightly and get beaten, and it could really affect us. You know, this very, yeah, very agree, tight yeah. finish for the, for the top four, very, yeah. very tight. And if we lose, and we, you know, we lose at Old Trafford, you know what this team's like, then they don't tend to bounce back no. straight away. And um, what would that do for our league campaign? I don't think, he, I don't think he'll massively wrote rotate at all and, and I think he's got to take it absolutely as seriously as possible mm. I, I also think the other thing about the Man U game is because we've got such a psychological for me barrier with them you know that if we lose again you know even if it is in the cup and even if some people aren't you know even if Wenger is theoretically not as I'm sure he isn't as bothered about that as he is the league but it's a huge blow isn't it to carry on losing it's another big team albeit you know at the moment you know they're kind of a bit of a laughing stock even though they actually actually they did win again but People are taking the piss out of them as being, you know, as being having another disappointing season. But we, if we lose against them, that's a big, huge blow. Isn't it? We've got we've got two big games left against Man United this season. Obviously, the one in yeah. the FA Cup, you never know, it might be a replay. We could, yeah, have three more games against them this season. Yeah, torture. And and given the record, I think I wrote it down here, it's six wins in a row they've got us got against us at Old Trafford, and we've only won one in the last fifteen home or away. It's like a, an atrocious record against absolutely anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, we've kind of got almost fed up of going to Old Trafford because it feels inevitable it's going to happen. It doesn't really matter how... Even last year, let's not forget, they came seventh in the league and, you know, they, they kind of just got their way to a 1-0 victory over us. Yeah. So I think you're right, but in the same way that look, they went to Man City and surprised us early in the season, there is kind of a bit of belief that maybe they can go there again. We to, need you know, to do that. To I think we need another one of those, don't we? We need yeah. another kind of Man City style because we seem to be failed to do against Monaco. You, I, I know Jim made the point about not bouncing back brilliantly, but I guess at least you know last Wednesday, you know eight days ago was about as low as we felt in so long as Arsenal fans with that you know horrendous defeat against the Monaco yeah. side that everyone thought should be our route into the quarterfinals of the Champions League for the first time in in ages. Mm. So they bounced back with two victories. They didn't play brilliantly in either, but you know, six out of six points at a crucial time of year. I think actually is to be commended and we probably go to old old Trafford in a better spirit than Man United are despite 
you know, the fact that they've also keep somehow winning these games that, you know, even if you watch, you know, I had a half an hour in their game last night, mm. it's absolutely incredible. And yeah. obviously we've got that £50 bet, Boyd, that yes. Arsenal come above Man United and you said how delighted you'll be to pay out on that. So I, I yeah, look forward to that. Yeah. It's a no-lose situation. Long, long short, I, I think, I'm with Sammy, I think there'll be a few changes. I think he has to play Chesney. He's got, you know, if only because what it message of not playing yet again in the competition like this. Monreal, you know, also had a little strain yesterday, so maybe he doesn't come back in, but it, it could be one of the ones where Chambers comes in for, for Bellerin. If he doesn't have a choice on centre-backs, doesn't change there. Coquelin, I'm not sure there's an alternative at the moment with the injuries, but I certainly think, yeah, I Ramsey think Ozil maybe will get back? left. I think, I think Ramsey play? comes back in for yeah. a Ritiki. I think Ozil gets left on the bench and Walcott plays. Uh, can we talk about, uh, I talk, we talk about Ozil, and there is still kind of yeah, Gilberto's comments. controversy raging about it. Also, apart from I mean there is, we'll read this up, Gilberto quote out which is interesting but he got a lot of I mean obviously he got a huge amount of criticism against Monaco and then after that still I mean I thought he's, I think he's playing really well in the league for me mm. and I do love him profoundly but I do think the people who think it's kind of like a weird it's almost like two camps about Urza the same way there's two camps about Wenger now like I see arguments about him every day on Twitter have you, have you, have you weighed in well, he's uh, lower wise. Well, uh, I I don't know. I like I like him a lot, and uh, and I see some of the stuff he does absolutely you know make takes your breath away. But yeah. but I but I do understand where it's coming from. Sometimes he looks so languid and sort of a bit lost, and suddenly he bursts into life. And maybe that's just the player he is. And maybe you know he hasn't quite found his hundred percent found his role at Arsenal yet. But um, you can see where it come, it's coming from because he doesn't he doesn't do it for ninety minutes. But when he does do something good, it is sublime. Mm. Shall I read out the Gilberto quote? So Gilberto said, The most important thing is that the player understands the philosophy of the team, the philosophy of the manager, and the expectation from the fans. I do really like him as a player, but sometimes in the game he does look quite slow, although he has that quality to change the game. Sammy, what's your I feeling? Think, I think there's a, an aspect of sort of relativity to it in that because, he, because of his reputation and, and the fact that he's, he costs 42 million quid, I think people expect. Uh, match winning instances in every single you know every moment of the game and it's just not just mm. not possible I think he, he produces I think he's consi- he consistently pr- produces moments of brilliance in in you know in in games but it's not I don't think it's on sort of the, the consistent basis that, yeah. that that Arsenal fans expect but as I say I think part of that is because we we I say the Arsenal supporters expect so much from him because he is a record signing and he has got this reputation and I, I just don't think it's you know any player I don't think it, you know unless you even, even Lionel Messi has his, has, has had his you know off mm. days this not season many. not many oh, yeah this yeah. season yeah, yeah but you know I don't think it's possible and I, yeah. I still think he's, he's, he's well worth his place in mm. the side I think he's an excellent player I read the two I read, I read, I read loads of blogs about him loads of tweets and arguments on Twitter about him and there's the positive what's the guy's name on Twitter positive something or other Positive George or something like that, is that right? Positive Arsenal, I don't know. There's like two or three relentlessly pro whether's going on Arsenal, pro Wenger, pro Arsenal. And his, what their line is on Ursula is like, oh, anyone who doesn't get the way he plays, the subtle, you know, the subtle moves and all this kind of thing, and that he's not a hard worker like, you know, mm. like Alexis, is a moron and doesn't understand football. And then there's the like, kind of, there's the people who completely think he's a lazy twat and never does anything and it's completely a complete waste of money. Now, for me, I think. I, I think he's absolutely brilliant. And I think in the league, since he's come back from injury this season, I think he's been pretty great in the league. And most games, he does enough, like, 
beautiful moments of skill and, and has created enough goals for a start, a lot since he's come back from injury, and scoring opportunities, including for himself, that he's doing really well. But there was a huge period last season where he was rubbish. He wasn't just... The laziness, I don't give a shit about. But he was actually like... The ball was hitting him and it was bouncing off him and it was going out of, out of, out of play. That was happening. He was absolutely terrible for a large period. I guess... And he was appalling against Monaco. Like That, for me, is undeniable. So there's a big game thing. Is he, is he going to do it? Like, all right, so now he's doing it week in, week out against, for me, you know, opposition you expect him to do well against at that price and with his class. Yeah. But against Monaco, he was absolutely diabolical. But who was good against Monaco? Oh, yeah, everyone was terrible. But isn't it the case that surely your star players should at least beat rise above the mediocrity in that kind of game? Anyway, that's my feeling. I don't know. I mean, I just feel maybe in his first season, you can put it down somewhat to he's come from Spain and he's had the winter break and he didn't have that. And he was really good in the first half of the season. He was much less good. And maybe he wasn't managed enough because there's all those, you know, all those stats were thrown around about he didn't ever ever play 90 minutes for Real Madrid. You know, he was a classic 60, 65, 70 minute player. So maybe not enough work was done in preparation and how to deal with that and how to turn him. And I think I think it has turned since he's come back from injury. I've been sort of really impressed. I agree. I was going to make exactly the same point, Jim, just about that Monaco night. Sometimes you just it it, it just didn't go for any other team. And I mm. guess the fact that they went behind and they just they went two 0 down and I don't know. It looked like confidence was drained from the whole team. And it doesn't help when the the crowd at the Emirates is sort of tatting and yeah. putting sort of even more pressure on the players in a way in a way that I think fans at other clubs wouldn't do. And that's a bit frustrating, but that's a completely yeah. going off point. But now I think he's come around. I think, you know, in one of these, you know, we've got a few big games left, potentially. You know, might not, not have that many if we, you know, don't win against Man United or perform some sort of 12.5%. I think we decided we had a chance of getting through against Monaco on the pod last week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I think where the bookies have made us about 7-1. to one. So if we can turn one of those around, then it's, I, think there's, I think there's big things That's what you want. Him. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you no, want... I think there is. I think, I think he will put us out of a few games between him and Sanchez. I, hope I so. think they've shown enough. I think Ozil's also scored a few goals since he's come yeah, back. Yeah, There's yeah, actually yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the more pro camp on the noticing the, the subtleties and the. He just always seems to be in space. I, mm. I, you know, I don't think we have the data on, you know, how much space is around a footballer when the ball arrives at them. But he just seems to have a frightening amount of space, and that isn't yeah. luck. Oh you know, no, that's some incredible true, yeah. talent to that. Was, yeah. And if you're in a lot of space, it means you know, you know, you can be that much more effective. I think so. It was incredibly extensive. Our sound engineer is just having a coughing fit. I hope we'll be in. Uh, hope we're all all right. We shouldn't. Be, this is a bit where we've got to be very yeah. careful not to say anything libelous because yeah, he'll true. forget to yeah. edit it out. Well, you also you say sense and think offensive as well. I know yes. you're like, yeah, you know, I, I'm liable to liable and, and liable and offence. Okay, yeah. okay, fair. Well, right. Let's. I think. I, yeah, I think we're kind of bro- we're broadly pro. Pro. Yeah. I mean, it, I think the people who are thinking, you know, it's a complete waste of money. They are. I mean, I have no very little time for them. What about what do we think about Giroud? There's, there's another play who divides fans because, again, you know, he, he he missed all those chances, you know, and against Monaco, and it was like tragic. But then he's kind of bounced back. He has bounced back since then, and he again he's, he seems like a reliable presence in the league. Yeah, I'm me? interested against against teams that we should be beating. I'm interested what what Jim and Sammy say, but it was what Sammy's point was earlier about. You know, we've got this brilliant attacking force, but maybe we are just missing that one world-class striker because I think we all have yes. to start to accept it's, it's not 
Olivia is, is, oh, well, this is not big, a world class striker. I've never heard you say that before. Have you? Have you said that before? Well, I, I've sort well, of said that. No, I think he's a very a good striker. A world stri- class. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I, mean, I don't yeah. think he is well, but that's what we're sort of missing. We could have better. Yeah. We could have better. And the, and the reality is, Drew wouldn't get into Chelsea's team. He wouldn't get into no. Man City's team. He wouldn't yes, get into Liverpool's team necessarily. I agree. I don't know if he'd get into Manchester United's team. He'd get in Liverpool's team every now and then. He'd get in Liverpool's team, I give him that thing. Yeah, but I think that's fine. But maybe it was just a reminder that he doesn't do it necessarily in some of the biggest games when we need it. And I'm not even sure we should classify Monaco as one of the, the biggest games because the you know it's a big Champions League time. The crux of it, but um, well, know. we made it. Our, our our insane crapness made it a big game because we were so yes, crap and it's, beca- it's become a bigger game because we lost. Yeah, there wouldn't have been anywhere near the level of no. like excitement if we, done we won we that two 0 or three yeah. one as we lost it three one. You know, in the reverse. But, but I, he has these games, doesn't he, where he has all he's these been chances. So reliable against like you know Middlesbrough in the cup mm. and then Everton and. You, and his record, I think seven and nine, must be up there with you know anyone in the Premier League at the minute. And considering he was out for three months, thirteen goals is not a terrible return because pro rata you're going. Yeah. Well, it'd be on eighteen, nineteen at the moment, and that's a decent return. Did you see the interview Sammy gave on? I think it was on Sky, where he said I was terrible against. Yeah. He yeah. missed being too. I thought that was good. I, I warmed him a bit. Yeah. No, I, th- I think I think the thing with with Giroud is he's an honest he's an honest guy and. I think that's why Arsene Wenger loves him, likes him so much. Loves him, you nearly loves said. Loves him so much. But he, Is that but, inside but, knowledge? <laughs> oh, no, just... I th- listen, uh, after, after his, um, shall we say, his, his misdemeanours in, yes. in the team hotel life... He wasn't that honest in that, during that period. No, but uh, at that point, from what I understand, I think the manager and people at the club were saying, well, let's, let's wash our hands of this now. You know? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah, the worst was we were going to get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, but... Olivier Giroud actually managed to, to win to win the manager and, yeah. and the staff back over and I'm, and I'm telling you now that's a hard thing to do right. um, having spoken to a few ex-players uh, about Arsene Wenger once you lose Arsene Wenger you invariably can't really, can't yeah. get him back wow. but um, you know, Olivier, Olivier Giroud actually managed to do that and it's testament to him that he, you know, that he's actually knuckled down. He, he, could have, he probably could have left in the summer but he decided to stay and he wanted to stay and, and prove that you know, he, he can be part of um, this, this Arsenal squad and this Arsenal team. Mm-hmm. But as Josh said, I just, I just think that if there's one, one area in that forward line that, needs, that, could, that could do with strengthening, it is um, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's centre-forward. Jim, what do you think? Do you... I like Giroud. I've got, a, yeah. I've got a soft spot for him, to be honest. I like the fact that he's a bit imperfect. You know, mm. one, one minute he'll, you know, to use that epic uh, cliche, he's got a great touch for a big man. He yeah. has the most incredible, he can layoffs and touches that you just wouldn't expect from him. He's good in the air, and then the next time he'll completely sort of air, air hit something. And, and it's a bit, of course it's frustrating when, when you're actually sitting there watching him, but there's something about him I really like. He's, got, he's very hardworking and honest and and pretty damn good when it when it comes off and, and good looking as well he, he's, he's well, well, he, he's, well he won the award the yeah, he's in the, yeah. yeah. The, the most handsome 13, player in the league 13 goals despite having missed what was it 3 or 4 months 3 yeah, three yeah no he's, months. Got, he's if, got a great goal if he got 20 there. goals this season that would be I mean, a, a really good return I mean of course you, when you say you, you could get someone better you could probably get someone better in every single position at, at Arsenal let's be honest I mean Mm. Probably could, but oh yeah, but what I think what, by that we mean, I, I just think because as you were saying before about how how impressive our front line is in general, our forwards aren't. We do have a a wealth of very skillful forwards. I just think imagine an absolute out and out brilliant striker. I keep thinking Costa, but yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Imagine that. I mean, that would be extraordinary, wasn't it? Whereas we've got Giroud. I, for me, he's not in the same league in his position as Alexis Özil. Etc. are in their position even Cazorla, Cazorla this season yeah. mm. 
Um, although I think because all this, you know, again, recent, in recent games, his flaws are slightly. Wenger constantly um, compares him to Alan Smith. Yes, right. And I think it's, he's certainly <laughs> well, in that. Fine, I wouldn't you know, disagree. Alan Smith, but the, you know, you'd much rather have Ian Wright, wouldn't exactly. you? Exactly, yeah. Or Thierry Henry. They're, they're, they're such different players, aren't they? I mean, and yeah. even Costa and Giroud. I mean, you know, the thing about Giroud is he's, he's very much a target man. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I like him. I, I would be very sad if he went. Oh, no, I'd be sad. I don't, please, I wouldn't want to see him go or anything like that. I just think. I mean, I also wonder what Welbeck must think. Because, you know, he brought Welbeck and, that, and he said pretty explicitly when he brought Welbeck, oh, I brought him to play him up front. And Welbeck's now in exactly the same position he was at Man U, where he's kind of yeah. clearly not first choice up front, has to play out, on, out wide that no one wants to do. Yeah. It's so, kind of... Yeah. I, mean, I wrote about this, I wrote about this, this a few weeks ago. It was after the Palace game where Giroud played so fantastically well, I think. Yeah. So when Welbeck arrived, he, you know, he had these designs on, oh, I want to be the main man, yeah. I want to be the central striker. Yeah. Giroud was obviously injured at the time, yeah. and he was out, you know, out with ankle injury and out for four months. So what was what must have been going through Giroud's head? Oh, we've just signed a new sixty million pound striker who's right. going to take my place. But he's come back, and in in my opinion, undoubtedly, he's won that battle with Welbeck. Welbeck is now yeah uh, a, a, a second choice centre forward, or after having to play out wide. Yeah. So Giroud's yeah. won that that battle hands down. I think it's testament to his. To be sort of, to be determination, and I think I think I, I may think be alone. In, I may be alone in this, but I'd quite like to see rotation between the two of them more often than uh, you know. I, I think Welbeck should be given more chances up front. I think he's good. You never know what, what he might do on Monday night. I, I don't know why I'm so convinced he's just going to you know, change treat, it all up. Team news is going to be so exciting on uh, Monday night. It will be for those of us. The oh, you're going on it. So let's just going make it clear. Up. Yeah, you're going on this huge. So it's sold out, isn't it? Fast, which, which I couldn't believe. Like, Even though there's like three trains, I think it's sold out back. quicker than the club thought because usually they do this thing where it's like. You've got to have, you know, 30 credits, 25, 20. They literally just opened it at five and then, you know, for anyone. And it's sold out, I think, in about a day and a half, you know. I, that is literally anyone who's an Arsenal member of any sorts. Yeah. But I think that's a tremendous effort. You know, there's a lot of, I guess, you know, Arsenal fans based perhaps up north. And, you know, we, we always, we've mentioned on the pod here about the, the Manchester Arsenal Supporters Association. They've yes. got their jackets that are, like, yeah. you know, loud and proud. But still to take, you know, 8,600 on a Monday night with, on TV. Not only on TV, it's on the BBC. So BBC like, one, yeah. if ever there's an argument not to bother, yeah. there's yeah. only one train being put on for 450 I thought they put another train on, didn't no, they? No, I don't think so. Oh, they're thinking about it. Oh, sneaky. No, I'm on, I, I was thinking <laughs> okay. we were on the only train. I'd be de- ever so disappointed if there's other people that are on this train. So everyone else has got to stay overnight? <laughs> no, they've got these coaches. Oh, they're, coaches they're loads of coaches. coaches yeah. All yeah. people yeah. stay overnight. Jimmy, you go? Or they're driving. Not, no, they're, you, you, they're, they do open Jim the motorway at that time of night for you can get yeah. home. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Can't. But I've thought, you know that the atmosphere of nine thousand gooners that would be fantastic. It'd be absolutely yes. brilliant. You know, yes. we, we will invariably be louder than the than the old Trafford crowd. But yeah, the team news. I don't know. Sammy and I seem to be in agreement on this. It'll just be a few changes. No, you're starting to. Win. I, I think you maybe you're right. Are you going? Are you going? Are you going to cover that game? Somewhere? I'm not. No. No. no, okay. no, 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 no. Um, it's going to be exciting. I feel like bringing forward the predictions. Section because we can do that. Yeah, I'll go one-one. I think I think which would obviously take. You know, it seems like a whole load of hassle to you know go and have a replay. Yeah, but I fancy I just you know would take that. You know, okay. even if you'll go all the way there and to bring them back. But you know, if that gives us more chance of getting through in the end, brilliant. One-one. Sammy, I want to go for a, a sneaky Arsenal win. Really? Yeah, I'm not having I'm not having United this season at all. Well, just sneak. You're not having them. No, they're just. There's going to be there'll be a time where they get found out this season, and okay. it could be could be a Monday night. What well, so what score? Can we have a I'm score? Go, I'm going to go for a one nil. One nil. Yeah, Jim. 
Well, I think neither side is particularly playing the most flowing football you've ever seen. I think um, given the weight of history on, on the shoulders, which you mentioned earlier, whatever it was, six yeah. games. Six, six in a, games, row, in a row, row they've won at Old Trafford. I, I think a draw would be, um, I'd be happy with a draw. I mean, obviously, be happier with a win, but I think a draw. I'm going to say we're going to lose, I'm afraid. Well, it's good we've I'd got like the variety better, We've got yeah. two draws. I'd love nothing kind of better than for yeah. me to be wrong. I'm going to say we're going to lose 2-1. Yeah. Rooney does seem to always find a way, doesn't he? He I just always think finds a way to score. I just think um, we've got a mental problem with them, and I don't think we've, we've overcome that. I think that Man City thing, which is incredible, but I think I'm not sure if we seem to, seem to have learned the lessons from that, particularly from the way we've been set out and the way some of our players are playing. Um, I mean, please God, I hope we have. And I just think, I, my worry about Man United, actually, they are shit. I mean, they were terrible the other night the when they got that spawny used... result, but actually, they'll probably play well against us. And I win. No, I feel like actually, you know, try and think back to all the trips you made to Old Trafford, and you'd kind of go, oh, do you know what? We we probably know what's going to happen here today, but I, we go with genuine like belief. I oh, think yeah, on no, Monday. Well, please God, please God, I hope it I would be right. so. I, I've never. I, I can't remember. It sounds like a ridiculous thing to say, but I can't remember wanting to beat them so much. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. As yeah. what I want yeah. on Monday night. Because, because just because it means is, Wembley again. There's well, Wembley again. The other thing and is, there's a realistic yeah. chance we, 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 yeah. you know, we, we are 100% favourites if we beat Man United so, to win that effect. Well, they're Liverpool's doing it, aren't they? But imagine on a neutral venue, we'd be favourites against Liverpool, I think, just about. I don't know about that. I think Arsenal Liverpool final. Can you imagine that? I'm sure we've cup final. We brought uh, I, rem- I remember the last one, and, and, yeah. and I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, of course. But it'd still be very incredibly exciting, wouldn't it? So I mean, that that yeah. would be brilliant. And I think, yeah, I think we, you know, I think we could easily go on to retain the cup if we if we beat Man here. I think it's, I think it's Liverpool. I think Liverpool's names on it. Do you? Really think Steve Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. Oh God, no, Stevie. I just think it's written. Yeah. I think it's written. Oh God, I hate Gosh. that. There was only this tiny little story I was going to mention. Oh, go on, Christian Bielik. Oh I yeah. Mentioned. Which I just thought was an interesting one because obviously you know a lot of um, you know n- we didn't have that much activity in January. Uh, Gabriel Paulis doing and Bielik, and there was talk at the time from me that he might be involved in the first team squad this season. Oh, and yeah, then he suddenly he played that. his first game for the club the other day, like the under 18s And then there's this like very quick statement come from me go, he, he won't be involved in the first <laughs> team this year. So I wonder, I wonder what quite happened in that game. You know, it, uh, he made a mistake, seems... didn't he? That uh, led to uh, I think he won. I think they played less. They lost three uh, one. Yeah, his, yeah. his mistake for the second goal. Yeah. 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 Um, I, to be fair to, to, to be fair to Arsenal Wenger, when, when when he said, "Oh, we'll, we'll be you know we'll be involved in the first team squad," I, I, I think he just meant he'll be training with them rather than. Rather than right. being on the bench oh, okay. or, or playing, you know, a few minutes, I think I think that's actually what he was uh, alluding to at the time. Um, I, so think I think it's the fans. I think it's our fault. We were so desperate for signings. You know what it's like, and we kind of get there and think, "Oh, it's a yeah. signing! It's signing!" Yeah. You know, and um, sometimes you, you buy for the future. Yeah, I mean, we had. The, I, mean, I went to Leighton Orient on Tuesday night, and uh, they were playing Bristol City, a very good team, and invariably going up to the Championship, and they have got Luke Freeman. In their midfield, and I think he was signed for about a couple of million quid. That race similar age, and you know had to drop down the leagues. And you know you you just don't know, I guess, when you're signing someone that young. Let's hope Christian Bielik isn't the next Luke is Freeman. Is he still on loan, Freeman? Is he still on loan, or is he is he gone? No, no, it's no, a slightly no, downbeat no, way no, of uh, ending. No, I don't need to be down. You know, sad story of Luke Freeman. Luke Freeman. <laughs> no, I think I think Luke Freeman was at Stephen and has now gone back up to a team that going back in the championship. So he's on he's on the way back. Oh, okay. it, it could be a oh, beautiful story that ends up with him oh, back okay. at playing on the upside. Before we before, before we do finish, we've hit the thirty-seven mile, which is oh, two minutes over our allotted. Time, but on the upside, we are. I mean, we're definitely going to finish the top four now, aren't we? Do you know, I mean, there's no, there's no. To me, there's no doubt. Well, we finish the top four. We could even, and this is the thing that people start to say, we could even finish second, second. Some, I mean, we're not that far behind City, who are 
completely on a rocky road of like roller coaster of like playing great some days to shit other times. I know, but it sort of all doesn't matter, does it? Oh. Well, you join me, and it doesn't matter. No, no, no I just, I just sort of think. I think we, you know, you know, it, it does matter in the sense, you know, I think if it came second, second or third would be. I'd be pretty. I don't know. It's all more frustrating. I, I would be pretty excited if he came second. I think. But isn't that kind of like I'm, it's the beginning of sorry? I mean, it's not going to happen. But it's like the beginning of March, and like we're clearly like usually this is the time of year where we drop out of everything. But, yeah, you know, we've dropped out of the league ages ago. Yeah. So like to kind of fight for second or third, fourth, it's it kind of almost be more frustrating. In a way, I find... If this is my point I'm making. Third or fourth, yeah, that's what you absolutely expect. And I'm oh, you think there's a real mentality of being second? I'm just thinking... Well, I'm just thinking if we actually did okay, end up... Okay, well, that may be right. I think that would be exciting. Well, I think... And, and, and every season, you look for a little bit of improvement. And if we can yes, exactly. we've improved. Yeah. Um, but as for finishing fourth, I think it's going to be so, so close. That I think I think it's going to be so close. I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't want to bet on oh, okay. it. Oh, we're, hev- we're heavy favourites out of all these teams. Yeah, I would bet with the bookies. In the top four. And it's a Liverpool and Man United the bookies can't decide yeah, yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. who's going to be between that fourth spot. Yeah. Sammy, Arsenal, expert view. Arsenal, uh, Arsenal and Liverpool for me, I think mm-hmm. that, uh, this is what Arsenal does, doesn't it? They, they, yes. they yeah. qualify for the Champions League yeah. by hook or by crook. They, you know, they, they, do it every, they do it every season. Um, they'll pick up points, they're in a strong position now. Um, I think it's an interesting point about second. I think finishing second, while well, you know it's what do you get for finishing second? I think it, what it would do is set up. Next. You should have to play that qualifying the Champions League. Yeah, well, that's, absolutely. Yeah, third second. as well. You don't do you? It's no, just four. Yeah, oh, okay. But I think if finishing second would set up next season yeah. fantastically yeah, well. I, well, I, I think, think it's a big boost. In, yeah. yeah, you go into the season right thinking yeah. right. We can make a real fist of trying yeah. to win the league this season. Having said that, it's obviously not going to happen. <laughs> in my opinion. That, uh, uh, anything else you want to say, Josh? You, like, you had something else to say? No, no I'm not sure. Oh. We'll be back on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday. Yeah, so immediately after your um, disastrous trip to Man United. Now, my my wonderful, uplifting, similar to the last trip to Manchester for yeah. the Man City game. Yeah, know? let's see what happens. Um, I'll be uh, lounging around in my flat watching it on BBC One. Thank you very much. What? what? No, I was, I was I'm going gonna... to thank Sammy. I'm back okay. to Sammy and Jim. Thank you very much. Jim East Lower on Twitter. Thank you. Follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Sammy Mockbell at Daily Mail. Follow on Twitter as well. Josh Landy. Him Josh underscore Josh, Landy. Oh, underscore. Tricky. Always get a trickle of followers. Never enough, to oh, be honest, okay. from this thing. So do a massive boost for the ego. Please, if everyone. Can follow. Yeah, really please everyone follow Josh, Psychic Josh. And thanks for listening. And we'll be back on uh, Tuesday. Cheers. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.